We would have built that on. Weird. Did I record? Yeah. Yeah, it's recording. Can we couldn't filter on. Let's do something fun. Where should we go? Uh, space. Yeah, probably. It's only going to get one of us at a time, I think. Oh, or maybe if you move back, if we're at the same. Can you see us? Steps. No. Yeah. Damn, you look good in space, though, Harv. I appreciate it. What about you in San Fran? Floating over the clouds. I'm turning clouds up the water, dude. Uh, hey, there I am. Oh, I thought that was fog, but you're right. Just in the air. In the grass. In the grass. Okay. So that didn't work. Let's go none. All right. <laughs> that was fun. I wonder how the sound sounds. The sound sounds? I don't know. Uh, we're going to find out after. Do you want to like stop it, listen to it, and then start a new one to test it? Can I do that? I don't care. Can I do it though? And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Another episode of Voting in the Majority podcast coming in your ears. I am your co-host, Andrew Harvey, joined as always by my good friend and colleague, Bryce Mulder. Bryce, how you doing? I'm doing great, Harv. Happy to be here with you. Happy to be here. We are absent Michael Gutierrez today. Michael is, as uh, fellow faithful listeners of the pod know, overseas in Europe, in Vienna, I think, right now, um, doing a, a pretty cool trip. So we miss him. Enjoying life. And miss him a whole lot. Yeah. And I think we'd be also a little bit remiss if we didn't mention that this is where we recorded our first ever pod. This is it. Yeah. Where we're at today. Bryce, so, Bryce came over to my house for an in-person pod. Usually we set up our own little studios in our respective places, but today we're together in person. And it, it feels good. I'm I'm excited to be here, but it's also making me miss Michael a little bit because he was here that first pod. Oh, that was good. You know, that was really good. It was really good. It also kind of set the tone. Those uh, people who've been with us from the start, you have, you even haven't heard that. That's the deep cuts of voting in the majority. Oh, unreleased. Unreleased. So there's actually about 50 episodes of unreleased. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot. I think it's probably good we don't record all three of us in person anymore for the survivor, like uh, as we watch it live, mm-hmm. because some of our co-hosts' takes might result in like, coming to blows oh my gosh yeah i'd probably walk out that first episode i feel like we weren't like heated heated but like we were all kind of like yeah we had there was some tension in the room there was a lot of tension i almost walked out at one point i i was watching the recording and i just like walked out the room for a second came back just some of the takes yeah man if we were all together it it might get a little violent so but i do miss michael i mean i hope i think he's having a lot of fun out there it seems like it we haven't heard from him the last day or two as much and i think that means the fun is only going up that i hope i hope that that makes me feel good i know when you have to go through your text messages to find the group chat oh i was like yeah we haven't talked in a while which made me feel good i think michael's enjoying his life and you know i know he won't hear this ever because he doesn't listen to the pod but we're we're giving him love miss you michael from afar and how are you doing what's new with you i'm good man i actually uh bring to the pod today a little bit of a moral dilemma i had today um and i I think i just want a little bit of positive reinforcement some reinsurance of just kind of the situation I went through but I went to go get a coffee from the little community store on campus and first time there you know new experience for me I was like okay let's try this out and ordered a caramel macchiato because I was feeling a little frisky and so the worker makes me pay 
you know, 550, ridiculous. So I pay and she goes, she turns to her coworker and goes, do you know how to make hot coffee? And I'm like, you just made me pay and you don't know how to make my hot coffee. Takes forever. I hear them talking about it. He's like, no, you can ask so-and-so. They couldn't ask so-and-so. And so she's like, I can figure it out. And does it. I drink the coffee, not the best coffee I ever had. But I didn't say anything. I don't know. I was feeling like maybe I should have said something. But I honestly, I feel good not saying anything. But that's insane that you just don't know how to do. And you made me pay for it. It's insane they don't know how to do it. It's insane they made you pay for it. It's insane she turned around and audibly asked when you were still within earshot. I don't know how to do this. Does anyone know how to do it? Yeah. Wait till you walk a little ways away. Like there's no... I the receipt was printing as she said it oh my goodness and I was I look I almost said oh I can like I can order something else but I already paid right no so this is a thing in society like when you're on an airplane have you ever had someone come up to you like can we switch seats I want to be next to my wife or mm-hmm. I want a window seat has that ever happened to you? yeah the kind of person that will go out of their way to speak up in those situations like more often than not they get what they want mm-hmm. but like not many people have like the cojones to like in Absolutely. A, a situation with a complete stranger just be like, hey, like this coffee is shit and I know you don't know how to make it. So I want my money back. Like you would have been, could, yeah, you would have been well within your right. They probably would have been like, yeah, you're correct. We don't know what we're doing. Here's your 550 back. But like it takes some balls to say that. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah. There's no that's way really I could have done it. That's so I vented to some people, but I was just like, man, that, that insanity. I've never experienced something like that. I would, I, that would be something though, like the rest of your day, like it's just a thorn in your side. You're just like, God damn it. Kind like, of was. Like, yeah. I, I lost that one. I, I, I had a battle today and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay losing the battle though. I can, I'll concede that one and we'll that's, regroup the troops. That's really funny. That's tough. Um, Well, that might have been the low point of your week, but I hope the Survivor episode was the high point of your week. Oh, it was a good one. We had a fun one. I feel like you and I, so peek behind the curtain, you just came over a couple hours ago and we wrapped up the rewatch of the episode, taking some notes and whatnot to get ready for the pod. And we kind of realized the the episode itself maybe wasn't that amazing start to finish, but that tribal council was electric. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. It made it worth the watch. And I mean, this was kind of a make or break episode. I don't know about you, but it, it's it been building, but I was feeling like we need to have an episode that was solid. And I think we got that with this tribal for sure. Definitely. Um, so let's just jump right into the pod. Okay. We got, we got a one big thing that we want to start off at the top. And so I think like we just mentioned, coming away from this episode, there's really one thing we want to talk about and one thing we're going to remember. And that's Sabaya's decision she had to make there at the end in the voting booth. But the one big thing that I want to propose uh, kind of a a survivor takeaway in general is about the advantages on this season. So uh, for the, again, the loyal listeners of the pod, we've kind of had a bit of a hot and cold relationship with advantages in new survivor. It felt like in season 41, they came in really hot with a deluge of advantages and just shoved Mm -hmm. them down our throat. And it was just too much. And recently they've kind of tapered that off there's a slightly fewer and then this season in particular uh we've seen both austin and sabaya in this most recent episode when they got their idols they un they opened it and it says hey you found a hidden immunity idol this idol is only good for one tribal if you want it to last until uh all the tribes are on one beach you have to sacrifice your vote at the next tribal council you go to if you want it to last until final five you've got to sacrifice your vote at a second tribal council you go to Mm -hmm. so it's 
completely neutering some of the strength of the of the idols and mm-hmm. taking them from just like you find it you're automatically given a free pass at some tribal in the future it's a ton of power you can use it to negotiate things and leverage throughout the game to now it's like not only was it a beware advantage that they had to go through steps to to find the idol but once they find the idol and they have it in their possession it's still um a thorn in their side and causing them some issues so I really like that. I think that's really good by Survivor mm-hmm. to just change it up. And instead of people just always thinking advantages are good or advantages are good, there's different consequences, strategy. Mm-hmm. And then the best part of Survivor is seeing players make these choices in real time. And that's what we saw with Sabaya. So let's talk about Sabaya in a second. But first, yeah, advantages in general. Do you like what they're doing right now? I really do. I think my, my takeaway is that you know each season they tried to do something new with the advantages and the idols. Last season, it was the birdcage. And obviously this season, just like what you're talking about, risking your vote to get the idol for longer. Honestly, I think, I hope this isn't a one season thing where this is what they they wanted for the one season. I'm really hoping that it's kind of something that they, they incorporate a little bit longer because right now it seems like they're just changing everything up really quickly. So I don't know if, if that's how you feel. But honestly, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really enjoying the idols. I hope they... They keep up with this idol, this idol play, because this is it looks good for the long run of Survivor as well. Definitely. And it seems like each season, if they're not reacting to audience perception, they're at least reacting to what they see on the screen and how people in the game interact with it. And they're coming back, you know, and huddling up and saying, OK, these players last season had the idols and played it this way. We liked that. It was good for mm-hmm. the game. We didn't like this, though. And so we're going to tweak it in this way. It's clear that they're thinking about it and the, kind of iterating through it and making it better. They are. And I like that. And it's just the fact that when you we were we were wondering when they were melting the wax. Oh, is this the idol or will she have another step? Because oh, there yeah. was all these extra steps to find the, the idol. You were watching with was wondering. Yeah, we were wondering that. So I was like, OK, that's that's a good point. They are making it a little bit more challenging. You have to go through a couple steps to get there. Right. Totally. And so. Uh, uh, let's see sabaya had a map that she covered up with a piece of parchment and then it told her it's at this tree and she went to the tree and had to chop a rope and then it dropped down yep that's how she got it um austin and drew had went, to do the map thing the they the had to, to decode the tribe flag and find the phrase and then go digging and then there's a rope they had to pull the rope up it had a hammer they and had to go they, break something so that's like three or four steps yeah that's involved and then Blue Tribe, hasn't done we anything. haven't seen anything yet. Exactly. So both of those are very different and very involved. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, I like it, though. We were talking about that. Like, let's just, I like that they're more interactive. It's not like, oh, I found an idol in a tree. Like, you got to go through steps. And it makes it harder. It makes it, mu- like, not just harder finding it. It makes it harder distracting your tribe and not letting them know that you have something. And that brings me up to, to Drew. How do you feel about Drew telling everybody about every advantage. God, so we talked about it last episode. He comes back with the, what advantage did he get last episode? Safety without power. Yep. And so he just completely announces it. Pros and cons to that. This episode, we'll talk about it a little more later on, but he and Austin just really put themselves in an awkward position mm-hmm. with how they were hunting for the idol. They get found by D and Julie pretty easily and have to loop them in on it. But he also has another advantage oh that caleb gave him caleb gave him right and he told them about that one as well he did tell them and he's probably going to give it to austin because austin needs his vote right so it's very interesting drew is already know they found it never mind 
they did regard that so. they did find it yeah. but so he still told them about it. drew is being very open about all this he's projecting that they're uh, a foursome and they're all strong together but then he and austin are doing their little twosome off on the own and d and julie realize that and so they're suspicious of them mm-hmm. that's not going to end well there's already no. suspicion when there's already suspicion and you haven't gone to tribal that's not going to end 100 well. and if you're a, if you're d in this position especially Austin has an idol and Drew has two advantages. If they're on your side, they're on your side. But when these tribes are merging now, we're about to see a swap. I'm like, that's going to blow up. D's not going to enjoy that. I don't think D and Drew and Austin in the long run work out. Maybe Mama Mama J, but that's kind of where I'm at. Interesting. Okay, so let's bring it full circle. We started talking about the advantages. Let's bring it back to Sabaya. She dumps the immunity idol wax in case thing mm. into the fire immediately when she, when she gets there we called this one last week just mm-hmm. reach around click pat on the back for ourselves we like to point it out yeah. how we get things right i mean there should be a shout out like if we're really talking about it we talked about the fire we talked about emily or we talked about Sab- sabaya and caleb being at each other's throats right. and yeah. emily being kind of the swing vote and i mean it really came down to almost what we predicted so i guess let's talk about the whole sabaya play we we can we can unfold it from the entire from the start of it. So before they go to the immunity challenge, she tells Emily, her and Sean are talking and they're like, we might have to get Caleb out. Like we want to, we don't want to have to rely on other votes to get him out. He's a big threat. It's just going to be easier right now, simpler. There's fewer people involved. And then we get credit for it. Uh Sabaya didn't actually say that out loud, but I think that's what she was thinking. And I think mm-hmm. that's very interesting. When you're at final tribal, people sometimes do t- try to take credit for early season vote outs mm. and more often than not people are like okay but that person wasn't a threat like that was day six mm-hmm. how do we know if they were a threat in this one instance i think everyone mm-hmm. on the other tribes had enough of an idea that caleb is very clearly a threat mm-hmm. that if they voted him out here and then sabaya were to make it to the final tribal she could pull that card and say i saying. got caleb out and that would legitimately be a good argument more often than not, I don't think that would matter. Yeah. But in this one case, I do see some. Caleb does seem like a yeah. bigger threat. And I think also, it depending on how many yellow tribe members get to the jury to explain how big of a threat Caleb was, I think that would have even Yeah, which at the rate they're going, they're not, not looking lot, good. Yeah. But that but is interesting. Additionally, Caleb's vote out, he can really argue this because Sabaya had an idol. And he can now say, I flipped on my biggest alliance totally. member who had an idol. Totally. That's clearly. Big time for Caleb. And so that just makes, I mean. What are you going to do? You have to get the person out, but Caleb has a huge target on his back. Totally. So, so Sabaya tells, uh, Sabaya and Sean pull Emily over, say, Hey, we're thinking about Caleb. Emily's like, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes. You tell me what to do. I'll write the name down. Critically. I want to underline, they told her this before the immunity challenge, mm-hmm. before they even lost. So Emily has a full day plus to think about this mm-hmm. and consider her options and weigh what's the best path going forward. They lose the immunity challenge. Immediately after the immunity challenge, Caleb and Sabaya meet up and Sabaya's like, okay, we've got to tell Emily that we're voting for each other. I'll tell Emily, Sabaya will tell Emily to vote for Caleb. Caleb, you tell Emily to vote for Sabaya. And then we're all going to vote for her, vote for Emily. Sabaya, though, obviously secretly is planning to get Caleb out, Mm -hmm. goes back. Her, Sean and Emily are like, okay, we're going to do that. Still getting Caleb. At this point, Sabaya tells Emily about the idol because Sabaya knows she needs her vote. So she's going to dump the wax into the fire at Tribal. Mm -hmm. And so she wants Emily to know about it before she does that, because if she just pulls it out of her back pocket and blindsides Emily with it, 
that's mm-hmm. going to throw Emily off. She's going to be like, wait, I didn't know that. Now everything changes. That's the right move by Sabaya. But as you and I were talking pre-pod, the second that Sabaya does that and tells Emily, I need my vote, mm-hmm. that tells Emily that Sabaya's got another plan going on. Because if Sabaya really trusted Emily and their plan to get Caleb out, they could just do it with Emily and Sean's vote. They wouldn't need Sabaya's. Mm-hmm. So that's a little red flag. It's probably that's probably hard for someone to think of on the island in the moment, but it can throw can absolutely, throw out. absolutely. If you have a plan and you know your alliance member is doesn't have a vote, anytime that they do then have their vote, you got to think about okay, there's a chance of another yeah. vote happening or some other plan happening. So it might have been in the back of mind. Yep. So Emily has a long time all, with all of this information to think about it. She finally goes up to Caleb and says, "Hey." I promise you, Sabaya's lying to you. She's going to vote you out. Caleb's like, well, Sabaya told me that she was going to tell you that she was voting me out. So Mm -hmm. I knew that was coming. But the urgency with which you're telling me this makes me think that this is something real. So Caleb takes a step back and really weighs it and considers it. Then we get to tribal. Idol in the fire. It gets melted. She pulls it out. Doesn't do anything with it. Is just holding it. We don't know what's going to happen. Sabaya then goes up to vote. And she takes a long time in there because she's reading it and she realizes that she actually doesn't have her vote again. If she wanted, or she could use the idol. Correct. So the that that's right. It's the choice. She can either use the idol right now and have her vote, or she can sacrifice her vote and then the idol will last until the merge. It's, I mean, that's yeah. just like, what do you do? Objectively, I think you ask anyone to go into that voting booth and read that with the information Sabaya had when you're just thinking about that idol, like you're like, I want that to last longer. Like if yeah. I just use it tonight, it's a, it's a waste. It doesn't do anything like it does. And yeah. Sabaya, even, even we heard her thought process in the booth. She said, she I know, votes. Yeah. I know Emily and Sean are voting for Caleb. I know Caleb's voting for Emily. That means I'm safe. I can give up. Yeah. My vote. So she thought it through. She was thinking correctly. I think all of us in that situation would make the same choice. But as we just laid out, it was the decisions earlier in the day 100%. that set her up for failure when she got to They did. And she they, didn't have a winning scenario. Yeah. And there was no conversation with Caleb past like, oh, we're going to vote for Emily. Like he should have talked. She should have talked that out and been like, I mean, you can't. What if I don't have my vote still? But like, who who knows if that's like the idol specifically or another clue to the idol? Like, I don't know. I wish there was more of that conversation so that she because. Yeah, it's just tough. I don't know, man. Like, obviously, if you're in that position, I'm always shooting for I need the idol later on right now. If I go out now or I use the idol now, it's indifferent to me, like risk it to try and progress your game forward so i'm glad she risked it i would have done the same thing yeah i think so but, but i want to say shout out the survivor producers because i really thought caleb was not gonna believe emily so i th- i thought you thought emily was going home i thought caleb was going home i thought emily wait who voted oh it wouldn't even have mattered if so let's say everything plays out mm-hmm. and you think caleb doesn't believe emily so caleb would vote for emily, emily and it's a three-way tie um no it would have been emily going home because sean voted for emily as well sean and caleb both would have voted for emily emily would have voted for god so yes or yeah okay but like i thought caleb was gonna go home yeah but i guess that wouldn't make sense because emily would have had to vote for caleb yeah damn yeah i mean it's just a really tough her plan wasn't gonna work but either way like that's unfortunate damn 
That's a lot to unpack right there. That is a lot. That that's whew, that's one big thing. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's one big thing. All right, that is. Let's keep it moving. Um, you've got a confessional. We're gonna we're gonna reframe the confessionals as somewhat of a hot take about mm-hmm. the season or Survivor or what's going on. So, what's yeah. your confessional that you want to get in front of the camera? The rest of the tribe's not around to yeah. listen. You want to you want to get something off your chest. What I'm getting off my chest is I'm going straight to that that cameraman and I'm telling them that I don't care about the fruit basket as a reward. I don't want the fruit basket. Like they could keep the fruit basket. I would be so mad. I would be venting to this, this cameraman. Why fruit? Like, give me anything else. I just don't want fruit. I I think that is, that's such a waste of a reward. Like they could have given them and they should have given them fire is what they really should have given them. Oh, I wonder if, cause yellow won the reward. If they could have said, we'll sacrifice the fruit. If you give us fire. Oh yeah. Same thing, but yeah. That's really interesting. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I totally hear you on that. So we just came off of rewatching Cook Islands over the oh, summer. Oh, yeah. And the rewards for that were just jaw-dropping. Even the pre-merge rewards were really so, impressive so and fun. Good. And yeah. so I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine it's a money thing. I just think they're just... They're trying to make it harder. Is it still 27 days? Yeah, it's 20, so 26 I, days. 26 yeah. days. I think they're still trying to make it harder. But fruit, like, and if you look at that, some of the fruit, it was like mostly like the nut was like the whole thing. It wasn't right. like, well, and, know, and we're practically speaking, we all know fruit for those of us that took uh, nutrition in high school, fruit has a lot of fiber. Typically mm. when you're out there not eating much and then you consume a lot of fiber, yeah, it's going to come out the good. other end, not in a great way, not in a good way. So I, I hear you. That's a good, that's a good confessional. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, that's my, that's my confessional for this week. Um, I'm excited for Michael to get back because I know he's going to have some crazy confessionals, but also I have some confessionals I, I want him to be here for. So yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Um, now let's keep it going. Everyone's favorite part of the podcast. We got to choose our winners of the week and we're going to start with our outwit of the week. Bryce, who do you have for outwit of the week? I don't know. You got to remind me again. I got it in the notes. We, we wrote it down um i said for my outwit oh wait it's caleb of course it is i mean that's an easy one to to give but hell of a play he figured out the the plan to get him out and he voted out a person with an idol who was also his alliance member hell of a play i mean there's nothing we've already touched on it so much nothing more um okay let's here let's play something out both caleb and emily get to final tribal council who gets more credit for voting out sabaya caleb Caleb and I only pulled the trigger. Emily handed him the gun and pointed it and aimed it, but Caleb's the one who yeah, pulled the trigger. Absolutely. And I'm just imagining them both trying to take credit for it. There's going to be so many more moves if they both make it, but um, if they both are trying to go after it, if we're talking about Survivor, the the guy is going to get the credit for it. And that's just that's like a great way to yeah. That's just facts. So um, unfortunately, I if, if I was on jury, it it all depends on how the players argue it. Obviously, and mm-hmm. you don't know that. But if I was on the jury and I watched the edit. And that's all I knew. I think I would be try. I would, in my mind, give Emily more credit. Okay. Because I see her as the one as kind of pulling it all together. Yeah. And like I said, Caleb did pull the trigger, but I think Emily put all this dominoes in in the yeah. row well, for him. I think a hundred percent. If you look at it that way, hundred percent. But I think the edit personally, I thought gave more credit to Caleb, mm. which I thought was a shame because Emily did so much work. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really like. Emily was a cog in the wheel. It almost seemed like, right. like she was pushing some pieces, but I didn't see it as that, which is unfortunate. Cause I know it was that. Yeah. Okay. Um, my outweight of the week. So I could have given this to Julie and D, 
But instead of calling it a positive play for them, <laughs> I'm going to give a negative outlet award yep. to Drew and Austin because Julian D did play it pretty well for the most part. But Drew and Austin to me really come off as just bumbling idiots in this Jesus. whole scene where so <laughs> they're talking about going and searching for the idol and they, they know they want to keep it secret from the girls. So they're they're going off. And then they're like, okay, we need one of us to be lookout, one of us to dig, and we'll have a signal. And well, what's the signal going to be? It's like, well, I'll start talking about food. And when I start talking <laughs> about food, you'll know that they're here. And so we have yeah. a plan. And then not like 30 seconds later in the in the show. All right, we had some audio difficulties, but we're going to jump in and Bryce is going to do some editing magic to try to make it sound good. <laughs> Apologies if we repeat ourselves. Anyway, Austin and Drew are digging. Uh, I believe Drew's the one doing the digging. Austin's off trying to do lookout, but he's looking in the wrong direction. Julie and D come up from the other direction and, and say, Drew, what are you doing? Drew just stands up and walks away. Doesn't even try to say anything yeah. and just walks away from him. And then after saying, he's like, well, that was probably kind of weird to me and goes back and addresses the situation. But yeah. they just, they thought they had a plan. It wasn't well executed. It wasn't well thought out. And then they just look like morons. And eventually, I guess it was kind of a happy ending. They found the idol, but it clearly uh, mm -hmm. put up a flag in Julie and Dee's eyes about yep. those two. And that's probably going to cost them in the long run. It probably will. And, but I also want to say two things about Drew because he had a very intriguing episode. But one of his confessionals when he was talking about the idol, he said, when you are looking for idols, you have to be an entrepreneur. I have no idea what that means for searching for idols. I think like... You, there's no one to tell you what to do. You just kind of have to go figure it out and mm. carve your own path and like just guess and hope it works and try hard. And Interesting. Okay. I like I'm, that. I'm take, kind of making I, it up. I don't really. Yeah. But I thought that was a weird use of words, especially because D is an entrepreneur. But yeah. Secondly, um, something about, oh, Drew, that man looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Like when he was standing there, when they were explaining it, he looks so dumbfounded. He just looked like Napoleon Dynamite. That totally ass. with the kind of glazed over eyes. And yes. He's kind of like looking up a little bit. He's like, what's going on? Yes, dude. That's really funny. So that was my, um, that was my one thing about that one. All so. right, good. All right. Outplay of the week. You had Katura for this one. Uh, you really yeah. like what Katura's thrown out there. I'm really liking what Katura's thrown out there. We don't get anything from the Blue Tribe. Or very little. Kelly and Brando are in the middle, but Katura consistently is throwing Bruce under the bus. That's going to be, honestly, now they aren't going to go to tribal, so we don't know. But hopefully that comes to be a little bit more interesting. Um, I'm sure they're going to end up on the same tribe because that's probably going to be the first conversation that happens is get Bruce out. But I'm proud of Katura. She's out there kind of making ends of where she wants the, the vote to go. So I have her for an outplay. I, last week... For my survivor survivor pick on the pod chose jake mm -hmm. because i knew even if the blue tribe went to tribal couture would do literally everything humanly possible to make mm -hmm. sure that bruce had as much attention on him yeah. as possible yeah and so i felt jake was really a safe vote because bruce would be the one that would be going home with anything um there were some haters some listeners contacted me <laughs> after i said that one and said that that was a bad pick so if you're listening to this just know that I hold receipts and I'm not going to let that one go. <laughs> yeah. But also if you want to throw shade on Harv, hit my DMs. I'm, I'm yeah. yeah available. Bryce can bring it out on the pod. Always available. Um, Speaking okay. of which, we should start a, a, a VITM Twitter. We should start live Twitter or we could just do like a, an email and people can just send in emails that we oh. can just read on the show either about Survivor like or something. It. Yeah. 
we should talk about that. That'd be fun. We should. But um, I want to also add Michael Pick Katura as his survivor survivor. Yeah, he did. So yeah, a great pick. Okay. Um, okay, my outplay of the week is not gonna be a player. It's gonna be survivor editing department, specifically those in charge of the music for the challenges. Uh, if you didn't notice it, I really urge you go back and rewatch the immunity challenge and really pay attention to the background music throughout. Survivor gets I think it's Emmys. They get Emmys yeah. for like the best episode of reality television and whatnot. And a lot of the reason is because of the way that they score the episodes. Yeah. And the just with yellow having a bit of a lead going into the puzzle and just the way they kind of brought up a good positive energy in the music. And then mm -hmm. as the tide started to change, the music shifted and really brought the energy down. And then as yellow is losing, it's just like, it's so tragic like the music really makes you feel like it's not just a game it's not just a challenge they're not playing for a platter of fruit like yeah. this is real life heavy stuff and yeah. someone's getting their dream crushed tonight and you really feel that with the music absolutely and you make those bonds and it's, it's yeah and, and so i just think that's really impressive they do a really good job with it and i like i like calling attention to it i really noticed it in this episode absolutely i want to add um one thing i've been really into these it's playoff baseball time right now and they've been doing a lot of these videos where they cut the announcer sound and just what the stadium is showing like the stadium noise and they did that here less is more sometimes and they they cut the sound and they had a little background light music but you just got to hear the other tribes cheering and really cheering and i thought um that's really cool less is more so i totally agree i totally agree all right uh out last of the week you have i mean this is kind of an easy one you mm -hmm. had red and blue so red and blue of the tribes yeah i mean we just got to shout them out and we've given lulu so much time and so much shade but shout out the red and blue tribes i don't know their names and hopefully i'll never have to know their names but not the players the tribes but <laughs> i mean i gotta give them the out out play with our outlast outlast i mean you just win challenges you don't have to go to tribals so good on them that's a huge outlast yeah there's a bit of gray in between outwit outplay and outlast you can kind of make an argument for, for about anything. anything to fall in either category but it's it's all up to the interpretation of the listener Absolutely. so that's a good outlast my outlast is going to go to sean because he's gone to tribal three different times and not once has his name even been close to coming up and i think that's a combination of him being a very affable and friendly person and also him just being a negative threat in the game i don't think anyone thinks he's going to win this yeah i don't think he's going to win this either but your name's not coming up and you've been to every tribal like you're saying that's impressive i don't know when we turn from giving Sean his props to being like, Sean, you got to do something, buddy. But hey, he's making money every day he's out there. So keep your name out of the conversation. Good on him. Good on him. All right. Winner of the episode. I am going to go with Caleb and Emily. We started off talking about the big play and it from Sabaya's point of view, but really it was started with Caleb pulling in Emily mm -hmm. last episode or two episodes ago, last, last episode, episode um, and building that relationship. And so much so to the point that, Emily thought Sabaya, I think Emily genuinely thought she was going to vote Caleb out when Sabaya first told her that strategy or that plan of the three of us are going to vote Caleb out. Emily was like grasping at straws. I'll do whatever mm -hmm. it takes. But then when Sabaya showed her that idol and was kind of being cagey about it, and Emily's like, oh, wait, you are not being fully honest with me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to play with you going forward. She goes back to Caleb because he built those bonds with her. Those two together, um, we were talking about who gets more credit for it. It doesn't matter. Those two together won this episode for me. I love that. I mean, they've gotten a ton of screen time so far and deservedly so with this episode because what a play. 
also one other thing not very often we get a legitimate authentic and fun blind side this early oh yeah yeah i can't think of a ton the last it's hard to remember because the people that go I'm home sure. you don't really think of but there, there's probably been a couple but this one was really like it, it's gonna stick with us I absolutely yeah. and so yeah i love that one and that kind of brings me to my winner of the week and my winner again a little bit subjective but my winner is the survivor fans and the survivor viewers at home uh i mean what more to say they just they got a great episode we've been waiting for some great survivor for some months so i mean the first two were all right but this was an hour and a half not totally action-packed the first part but a vote out that you're gonna remember for a long time and i mean we were celebrating we were cheering we were in distress we felt every emotion when we were yeah. watching that one so that i love fun. that i love that you're watching this season with a group of people and you get to react in real time and this is different this tribal and specifically that voting booth scene with sabaya i'm sure was just electric in the room it was wild and like it was it was like you know when you're coming down from drugs sometimes like that dopamine goes away i'm just speaking as as a psychology student I yeah not that. not as someone who's ever tried a drug no I hypothetically just, hypothetically from reading textbooks i understand the science behind got it, it. so yeah. the withdrawals you know that that when the dopamine goes away you're waiting for your next hit so i'm waiting for my next blindside really bad right now i love it yeah those are probably the the best moment in survivor like the best two or three seconds of survivor is when the blindside like that's last the vote. last vote oh like oh they did it oh my Dude. god they pulled it off and and he wrote Bia or Bia. So you or, had to think. You're like, I was like, what's going oh, on? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I was like, no. So yeah, that was, and it could have gone to three different people there. And we we just hadn't kind of, we had a clue kind of, but I mean, wow. Wow, man. Yeah. Super fun. All right, let's get a quick fantasy check-in and then a survivor survivor update before we get out of here. For fantasy, um, God damn it. Michael should have had someone go. Michael, home this week. Michael should have, could have, would have had someone going home this week, but instead I had another pick leave. I've had my first two draft picks in Hannah and Sabaya leave. You've had Brandon leave and Michael still has his whole team together. So it's looking like this is Michael's fantasy season. But leave. he's got a lot of red. Got a lot. And of this red. tribe swap's going to be interesting. This tribe swap is going to be very interesting. Caleb's got a big target right. on his back as well. Totally. Yep. It could go a lot of different ways. I got Emily on my team, don't I? You do have Emily on your team. That was the last draft pick. Shout out Emily for not going home. The three people that have gone home so far were drafted second, fifth, and seventh. (laughs) So we clearly had a had a a pulse on this. Scouting is not our strong suit. Okay, (laughs) let's get to Survivor Survivor. This is this Uh, is a scary. This is a one of those trap games, like in the NFL schedule. When you like a couple years ago, when you would play Jacksonville on the road, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's just Jacksonville. They're they're easy, and then it's like, oh, you lost. 13 to 7, which is like something weird yep. just happened, came yep. out of nowhere. Um I think I know who I'm gonna go to. I think I know who I'm gonna go to as well. Do you wanna just say it and then talk uh strategy after? Yeah. Let's go on three. Saturday. On three, yeah. Let me let me lock it in. Let me look at the cast list real quick. I think I don't even have to look. Yeah, I think okay. Okay. Three, two, two one, Julie. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a, a similar pick to for i think for both of us for different reasons someone who hasn't had their name said much yep that's so smart. let's just i mean maybe they go far but let's save a let's save ourselves a little bit it totally here. feels like he's just gonna keep coasting by a little longer yeah he's gonna be one of those people at like 
final eight or nine when they're like, well, mm-hmm. we don't really know who to mm-hmm. get. Sean is like the last number of something. And it just kind of just happens. Yep. There's not going to be a plan or no one's going to be like, oh, we got to get Sean. It's just, yeah, yeah, I guess it's his turn. Exactly. And so I'm feeling good about this unless he gets thrown on some. No, I think he'll be good. But um, I don't know. It's kind of against my strategy because I've been going kind of balls to the wall and totally for the best here and taking some risks. So yeah. I, I yeah. like this one though. Similar for me, Julie, I feel like is really safe to get through the next mm-hmm. episode. I think it's probably not a super savvy pick on my end because she could last a long time, but I just think she's got so many outs. She's so well connected on the red tribe that almost no matter what the tribe swap looks like, she's going to have one or two people with her. And even if she's in the minority, I don't think she's going to be the biggest target of mm-hmm. her group. So mm-hmm. I think for one one vote, at least she seems very safe. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. I like that. I really do like that. But I also, we don't have Michael. So yeah, I think we should take a pick on who we think Michael's going to get. We should guess who Michael's going to take. I think so, I, okay. I got my, person. you got yours. So far he's taken Sifu, J Maya and Katura. I think I know my person for sure. Who do you think he's going to take? I think he's taking Kelly. Oh yeah. That's a really good guess. Kelly or Brando. I bet. Yeah. That's probably where he is, which is the same logic as same logic, yeah. but just a different tribe. Yeah, I think, yeah. I like that. Interesting. Okay. Um, the tribe swap coming up. I think, so there's 15 people left. Let's hypothesize a little bit about it while we got some time here. Yep. It could be a couple different things, right? So we started with three tribes of six. Three of the yellow tribe have been voted out. So we've got six red, six blue, and three yellow left. Mm-hmm. We could have three tribes of five. Which I like. Yep. That would be fun. The way we would get there is probably just by drawing rocks. Yep. A weird thing I thought of, I really don't think they would do it, but red and blue could have like a mini tribal where they vote someone off the tribe, but then they just go and join yellow. Interesting. I don't think that's ever happened. And I don't think they would do that. But that's a, that seems like a survivor. Just a random thing. Yeah. Um, But more likely is they just draw rocks if it's going to be three tribes of five. And then the other option would be real quick. They have more three tribe challenges prepared. Because I'm sure they didn't expect to be walking right here. That's a good question. How much did they plan to swap right now? So if they have three tribe challenges prepared, they're probably going to do three teams with five. But so if they're just like, we have a lot of twos, just make an extra. Do you vote. think if they had one of each tribe voted out so far, they wouldn't be swapping right now? I don't think so. I think they would have waited. I think they would. I don't know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. Because they've been going away from the tribe swap a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. All right, and so then the other option is two tribes. And so the way I think that would work would be two tribes of seven, and then one person would not be on a tribe, and they would be in some kind of, they'd go to exile or Mm -hmm. leave for a day and be on their own. And then those two tribes would have an immunity challenge, and then someone would get voted out. And then that one uh, outlying person would then join the losing tribe. And so then it would be two tribes of seven going forward. And I like that as well. Um, I hope they don't give an advantage to that person that goes. That's what I was going to say. That, so, yeah. That's what they did in. Well, so in, they that did was murgatory. it. It was murgatory. So they did it at final 13. Yeah. And they split into two tribes of six, did a challenge. And then Erica went off to murgatory, mm-hmm. broke the hourglass, came back and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I'm leaning towards three teams, of tri- three teams, three tribes of five mm-hmm. personally. And then hypothetically, let's, talk this through here though if one of the yellow goes to each tribe okay are they in a power position or struggling i guess it depends on how it gets dispersed (laughs) well let's just say it's completely even so each tribe is two red two blue and one yellow yeah 
So then the yellow is the swing vote in every single. I think they're in a power those. position. Yeah. Yeah. The only instance where they wouldn't be would be if the tribe is, hear me out on this. If the tribe is from red, it would be Austin and Drew or Sifu and Austin or D and Austin. It doesn't really matter who it is from red, but I think if Austin is there or if Sifu's there from red, and then if Bruce is there from blue, and especially if Bruce and Jake are together from blue, oh, and then yeah. Emily is the yellow. If Bruce and Emily oh, are yeah, together, gonna be bad. there's going to be fireworks. Yeah. And Bruce is like, no, we are getting Emily out yeah. immediately. And I think that the people from the other tribe will be on board because all they know yeah. from Emily so far is her being obnoxious. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So Emily could be at risk, I think. She could definitely be at risk. If I'm a betting man, I think Vegas has the odds of this at like plus 350. No, probably, probably not. That might be a little high, but Katura and Bruce are ending on the same tribe and that's going to be the vote out this week. That would be so funny. I, I'm sure we could calculate the actual mathematical odds of that, but uh, it's going to be this week or next week. And I'm, I'll, I'll put my, I'll put Michael punching a hole through a wall on Bruce and Katura being on the same tribe. Dude, the, the screen grab of Katura looking at the rock and then looking at Bruce's rock and then realizing they're on the same <laughs> tribe and then rolling her eyes is going to be so funny. It's going to be great. That's going to be a good one. I, I just know it's coming. All right. Greatest Survivor episode. A lot of fun season left. Any other Survivor thoughts or any life thoughts you want to get out on the pod before we call it a day? Um, Bruce, or not Bruce, Jeff Probst um, is not a college graduate. Learned that the other day. But that's not really a, a thought. I just had to let it be known because I feel like that just needs to be known. Chef needs to get checked every now and then. He's kind of a quitter. Um, I think it worked out all right for him, though. Yeah. 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 He's doing all right. But yeah, I'm excited for this next episode. Let's get to a merge. Let's get everyone on the beach. Uh, I need my next hit of Survivor. Yeah, I love it. It was a good one. I'm really excited. All right. Love to the children. Peace.